0: The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries.
1: You can speak to cancer, you can speak to diabetes, you can speak to arthritis, you can speak to your debts, even as Jesus spoke to everything, so can you. Are you hearing me? Speak the Word.
0: Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Thinking Like Jesus.
1: Speak the Word. I cannot begin to tell you the times that I've spent seeking the what the Lord will have me share with you that Jesus is our true King and the Lord of Lords. At Hallelujah. He is the cornerstone. He is the one that we build our foundation on. In Luke 19:35 and 34, it tells us how our Savior, who is the true King, came riding into Jerusalem on a donkey while huge crowds of disciples began to celebrate and praise God with loud shouts, glorifying God for the mighty works that they had witnessed. However, even like today, the Pharisees of that day wanted to silence them. But Jesus said, Listen, if they were silent, the very rocks would want to shout out. In this power scene, As Jesus comes into the city, echoing the words of Zechariah 9, 9, Jesus shows how his kingdom is upside down compared to the kingdom of this world. For example, he said, Caesar enters into a town riding on a white stallion, accompanied by dignitaries and soldiers with weapons. But Jesus comes on a donkey, cheered by common people tossing their coats in the donkey's path. The contrast between the two ways... Jesus suggests through tears is the difference between violent destruction and peace. Saints, we know what he did next. He entered into the temple and he began to run the money changers out, saying, My house shall be a house of prayer and not for thieves. And this is what this house is it's a house of prayer, it's a house where people can come and communicate and commune and worship the Lord. After much prayer, I believe. That the Lord would have me to continue teaching and ministering to you more ways that you can enjoy the freedom that he sacrificed his life to give to you. And my prayer is that I would have said something that will help you to deal with whatever you're going through or whatever you might be battling with. Uh, no matter how many sermons I've taught, and I've taught hundreds, is it all comes back to the word of God because that's where it all began, because the Word tells us in John uh, 1, 1, he says, In the beginning there was the Word, the Word was with God, and God is the Word. And Jesus, when he came, the Word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us. And when Jesus was here on this earth and he dwelt among us, he was guiding and, and instructing his disciples on what to do when he was gone. And so this is what basically I like to do, is just to teach the things that the Lord uh, leads me to. And like I said, it always comes back to the power of the Word of God and the faith in the name of Jesus Christ. So without faith in the name of Jesus Christ and with the Word of God, no matter nothing else matters. I can't but help think when I'm teaching and preaching, I kind of think about what Paul said in Ephesians 3, verses 8, in the message translation. Paul said, And so here I am preaching and writing about things that are over my head. Well, brothers and sisters, if they're over Paul's head, they certainly are over my head too. So I preach and teach about a lot of things I think that's over my head, but because the Holy Spirit is the one that's doing the teaching, I I go back a lot of times and and listen to the message myself to see what he said. (laughs) This simply means that it's time to stop analyzing his word and simply do what he says. Mm -hmm. Paul said in Ephesians 3 verse 8 in the Message Bible, he says, the inexhaustible, riches, and generosity of Christ. He says, and Paul was said, my task is to bring out in the open. And Paul said, and make it plain, who created all this in the first place has been doing in secret and behind scenes all along. He says, through followers of Jesus, like yourselves gathered in churches. He said, this extraordinary plan of God is becoming known and talked about even among the angels. Wow. In other words, he says, there is nothing that can expend God's supply and resources for our lives, the generosity of Christ Jesus. Nothing. Saints Paul said, when we trust in him, we are free to say whatever needs to be said, and we go wherever we need to go. I praise the Lord for that. So I'm calling this message today, The Missing Ingredient, or you could call it Thinking like Jesus, because we have been doing a lot of talking and teaching about our thought life, about speaking, about our voices, about speaking and the words. I, I borrowed this title from a book I read written by Ron McIntosh. And he, he starts out with, he said, is there a missing ingredient that we have overlooked to receive the things that Jesus wants for us? you know, like prosperity and health in our bodies and the abundant life that Jesus promises us in John 10.10, John 10, I would have to answer that by saying yes Because one of the missing ingredients to abundant life is heart beliefs. In other words, what you believe in your heart. Because the Bible tells us that you must believe in your heart and speak it out of your mouth. And you could not have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior without first believing in your heart and speaking it out of your mouth. So the Lord impressed upon me many years ago that the same as I received him as my Lord and Savior, that's the way I receive everything else too is by believing it in my heart and speaking it out of my mouth. In other words, you read the Word to God, you meditate on the Word of God, and then you begin to speak the Word of God, and then you give it back to Him. You pick up His Word, and you give it back to Him, because that's what the Bible says in, in Isaiah 43, 26. He said to put me in remembrance of my Word, that I may plead your case with you. So whatever is going on with you this afternoon, or it has been going on with you, whatever, what you need to do is find the Word Hit the scripture, the word in the Bible that will back up what that need is and just begin to put him in remembrance of the word. He knows what his word says. He is that every word was inspired by the Holy Ghost. So he knows that, but he wants you to give it back to him. In other words, he wants those words to come out of your mouth. Are you hearing me? Yes. You've got to speak it. You have to speak to it. And I'm telling you today, the moment that you get a revelation of the importance of your speaking to your mountain. If that mountain is a headache, speak to it. If, the, if that mountain is a pain in your leg, speak to it. If that mountain is a problem with your children, speak to it. Whatever it is, if you're having trouble with your finances, your job, speak to it. And you will be amazed to how things will just start turning around almost unbelievably, like magic. They'll just start changing. If you look around, you'll see people, you'll see fellow believers of all kinds who are feeling a sense of like in their lives. People, I believe, that are hungry for the key or, or they're hungry for an answer to unlock the door to a more healthy way of life, ways to be more prosperous and to have more peace in their lives. Here's the important fact that I don't want you to miss. It doesn't matter how hard you try or how sincere you are, you cannot open a door unless you have the right key. I believe the key to what you're needing is by renewing your mind and establishing the heart and transforming your personal belief system. Luke says in 645, he says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We talked about Proverbs 23, 7. You hear people say a lot, I'm believing this for, I'm believing God for this and I'm believing God for that. But it very rarely manifests, does it? saying it's the only way to truly change your life and to change your circumstances is to change what you think in a way that changes your heart. You have to change the way you think in a way that will change your heart. A thought is a choice. Jesus said, Why take ye thought saying? He tells us that in Matthew 6, 28. So it must be a choice because he said, Why take ye thought? Thoughts are usually taken by saying. In Matthew 6, Jesus talks a lot about thoughts and lots about worry. He tells us in verse 34, he says, take no thought for tomorrow. He said, after all, he says, tomorrow will worry about itself. Saints, worry is always in the future. Worry causes stress. Stress is worrying about something that hasn't happened. So therefore, worry is future. You know, when you're worrying, it's not about something that's going on in your life right now. It's about something that you are afraid that's going to happen in the future. And so therefore, it's never passed. Did you know that people who believe that God loves them will have less stress than the people who believe that God is a vengeful God who is waiting to strike them down or something? They'll have more stress. 75% to 98% of all sicknesses stress-related and that, like I said, only leaves 2 to 25% that is not caused by stress. Stress is simply wrong thoughts. It's thinking the wrong thing it causes the stress. Your mind can actually cause physical reactions. For example, a person with a high blood pressure problem can be increased by wrong thoughts and could even cause a heart attack. A person that has a high blood pressure uh, that high blood pressure will increase if they get worried about something or something comes in to bother them. It, there are certain things that will cause their blood pressure to shoot up through the roof and actually cause them to have a heart attack. And that's what I'm talking about, that your mind can actually cause physical reaction. And that's, that's what's happening when you're worried about things, it's causing a physical reaction in your body. And so, therefore, it's causing the stress. The worry is causing the stress. And the stress is causing the other physical reactions in your body. Thoughts always precede actions. Dominant thoughts, heart belief, they always control your actions. And you're always going to do what you think in your heart. I mean, it's, the Bible says so. That's why it says in Proverbs 23, 7, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. According to Philippians 2, 5, he said, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. One translation says, And think the same way that Christ thought. Romans 12:2 in the God word translation says, Don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. And then you'll always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good and pleasing and perfect. In the New King James, it says, Do not be conformed to this world. But to be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when you become born-again saints, your spirit, it gets recreated. It receives the nature and the very life of your Father. But your mind that has held your held your spirit in captivity is the same old mind. This is where we miss it so much. We come in and we accept, we hear the word of God, we we have faith, we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. But but then we don't ever do anything to renew our minds. We don't spend time building a relationship with the Lord. We don't spend time in the Word. Uh, maybe we go to church uh, maybe once a week or something. But that would be like trying to live your whole week by just having one meal a week. You, 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 you're gonna, you going to perish. You know, and you can't, you know, a lot of people don't have any contact with the Lord unless they get in trouble. You know, but it, it, having a relationship with the Lord is so much more than that. I mean, you know, if you have a relationship with your children, you have a relationship with your spouse, uh, David and I, you know, he's my spouse. He's my husband. What if when we got married, then he just goes his way and I go mine. We just continue living like we were single. And that's really basically what you're doing when you accept Jesus, your Lord, and you don't build a relationship with him. You're just acting the same as you did before. There are three ways that you can tell what you believe. Number one is you, you can tell what you believe by what you say, what you think, and what you do. In other words, your actions and what you say on a daily basis will tell you what you believe. Saints, the Lord tells us in Genesis 1, 26, to subdue and have dominion, to be fruitful and to multiply. In order to subdue and have dominion, we must have faith in God's word and also know what his word says. In Mark 11:14, 14, Jesus curses the fig tree. And he said, no one will ever eat fruit from your branches again. And Jesus said it loud enough so that all his disciples could hear it. The next day on the way back, Peter noticed that the fig tree, and he said that the fig tree that you cursed yesterday, he says, it's withered away to nothing. And one translation says, look at that fig tree, you know, it's dead from the root up. And Jesus responded to Peter by saying, well, have faith in God in verse 22. Notice that Jesus didn't say a fig tree die. Jesus had faith in God that he would hold up his words, that he would back his word up, not that the fig tree would die. In other words, Jesus, his faith was in God's word and not the fig tree dying. He knew, and this is what I'm trying to get across to you um, in so many words, is that you, you have to have faith in the words that you're speaking. And if you were a person that's always speaking things that are not truthful and not a person of integrity and and you're, you're speaking uh, other things, then if you're speaking God's word, you're not going to have any faith in that either. If you don't have any faith in your own words, you're not going to have any faith in God's word. But if you're of a person of integrity, and, you have per- and if you tell a person something, you, know, uh, you don't have to uh, sign your name to it and write it. I mean, that's your word. You, know, you give them, it used to be that way. You could give them your word, and you didn't have to have a lot of these papers. But that's not so true now. You can sign papers, and they're still looking for ways to break it but you have to have faith in the Word of God and the words that are coming out of your mouth. If you speak to something, you have to have faith that it's going to listen. You know, uh, for instance, uh, when my dishwasher wouldn't work, you can speak to anything, by the way. It doesn't matter if it's moving or not moving. You have dominion over everything. Isn't that what the Bible says? Yes. Subdue and have dominion over everything. So, that so this, I guess, a couple of years ago, the dishwasher wasn't working. So David's gonna call a repairman, and I and I got to thinking, why don't I pray over it? Because I've prayed over so many other things, you know. I prayed over the plants in the yards. I, you know, pray over the car. I pray over this. Pray over that. So I, la- I laid my hands on the dishwasher and, and and I said, Lord, I just thank you that the Word says that everything is made, everything is was created by you. And if you created it, that means I can speak to it. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this dishwasher. And I command it in the name of Jesus to function correctly the way you created it to function. And in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And it wasn't long after that, um, same day, really, uh, I called David and said, Well, you don't need a repairman. The dishwasher's working. You know, But my mom did that. I had thought about this in a long time. My mom did that. Uh, she's been in heaven for many years but I I I will never forget it. But she had a washing machine and it it wasn't working, and uh, she didn't really have the money to go buy another washer with, and so she told me that she was so she went into her bedroom and she got down on her knees and she prayed over the washer. She didn't necessarily lay her hands on the washer, and you don't necessarily have to lay your hands on it. I just happened to do it, but my mom didn't. She just went and nailed down in her bedroom and she prayed about the washer. And she told the Lord, she says, Lord, she says, I need my washing machine. And she says, and I can't afford to buy another one. And so I need you to make this one work. And uh, she said she went back in and the washer worked. And it worked up until the day she went home to be with the Lord. It never stopped. You know, we, we just, being a child of God is such a wonderful thing. It's such a privilege. We don't have to be in lack all the time. We don't have to be sick all the time. We don't have to be in sorrow all the time. We don't have to be grieving all the time. God is, he wants to help us, but he can't help us if we keep his hands tied. And I think about my eldest daughter, um, Vicki, uh, and she, she has a special needs daughter. And uh, I think about her, I was thinking about this the other day as I was putting the message together and, and how God loves us so much and how he wants to help us in every situation and every circumstances that we're in, but without realizing it, we're tying his hands and we're not allowing him to help us. And, and it's kind of like with my, with my daughter, uh, I would like so much to help her with some things and, and with my granddaughter, uh, but she makes it so hard for me. Uh, it makes it hard for anyone, you know, to help her because she won't cooperate. And sometimes that we that's our problem. We won't cooperate with the Lord. We, you know, he wants us to do certain things so he can help us, but we won't cooperate with them. And I've been trying for months to get my granddaughter a, an ID, you know, and she's 26, never had one. And so I was trying to get her one. We finally, you know, it's like my mom would say, like pulling hen's teeth. We get, we get it. And then I was trying to get her Medicaid, you know, so because she's a single mom, you know. And it's hard. You have, don't have any insurance to pay all these medical bills. And she's been sick lately. So the hospital bills and the medical bills are really plain. So I'm getting Medicaid. But it's so hard because, like I said, she, they won't cooperate you know and so you hire somebody you go in there and you hire somebody to go in there and you, and what my point is you're doing everything you can i'm doing everything i can my husband's doing everything he can god himself is doing everything he can to help us He's sending people your way to witness to you. He's sending people your way to talk to you. He sent me up here this weekend to talk to you and to love you and to share with things with you that is hindering your walk with him. It's not going to hinder your entrance into heaven, but it's going to hinder your walk with him while you're here down on this earth. That you can't live in the fullness that he wants you to live in the fullness of. My daughter and granddaughter could live in much more fullness if they would just cooperate. You know. And I think finally they are beginning to cooperate a little bit. And it just, and it just pleased me the other day when she called and, and well we finally got the ID. And it was embarrassing to me to take her to the doctor and she doesn't even have an ID. And, and then I don't mind, you know, paying the bill, but they can get pretty steep. But she called let me know she finally got her Medicaid card. So we're making progress. And I'm thinking how pleased I am and how much more pleased God is when, when his children actually are able to receive what he wants them to have. Yes. You know, and, and, you know I, as a parent, God is our parent. He's our father. Yes. And he loves us so much. He wants these nice things for us. But we've got to help him, brothers and sisters. We can't keep his hands tied all the time and expect to be blessed. We can't do it. You know, there's other, there's friends. You know, you have friends. You have family members. It's the same thing. And just think how frustrated you get. And I'm sure God's not getting frustrated, but I'm sure that it saddens him to know that with all the abundance that's been provided for us that we're in, in like, you know, and, and we're doing without. It, it's, got, it's, it's got to grieve him. In Mark eleven twenty two, he says, tells the disciples to trust in God. He says in, in the and um, a voice translation in verse in Mark eleven twenty two says, if you do, honestly, he said, Jesus said, honestly, you can say to this mountain, mountain, uproot yourself and throw yourself into the sea. And if you don't doubt but trust what you say, will take place. He said, then it will happen. He says, if you will trust in what you say. If you will trust in what you say. So if I spoke to the dishwasher, I trusted in what I said and I backed it up with the word of God. I trusted in what I said. But he says, in verse 24, he says, so listen to what I am saying. Whatever you pray for or ask from God, believe that you'll receive it and you will. If whatever you ask from him, whatever you ask him for, believe that you will receive it. He says, and you will do it. Saints, we have to learn the Word of God. Speak the Word to your body. Speak the Word to
0: This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing prayer. But first, if you've benefited spiritually from this radio program, we'd appreciate your prayers and financial support as we continue this broadcast on this station. Your gift of any amount today will provide free teaching resources to other listeners who cannot afford them. Contributing is easy. Just visit us on the web at speakthewordministry.net. While you're there, you can make a tax-deductible contribution through credit card or PayPal. No gift is too small. And any donation will help us continue the work of the gospel here at Speak the Word. Again, our web address is speakthewordministry.net. You can also write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23450. Again, that's P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23450. Our telephone number is toll free, 855-505-2297. That's eight five 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 oh five twenty two ninety seven. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we would be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speak the ministry at cox.net. That's speak the ministry at cox.net. And now, here again is Pastor Joe.
1: Father, I thank you that according to your word Jesus came, so his sheep will have an abundant life, and so they will have everything they need. However, You said that the thief, Satan, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. You also said that your sheep knows your voice and will not follow the voice of a stranger. I pray, Lord, that today that you will magnify your voice even more so that we can hear it more clearly. And as we hear your voice, Lord, help us to begin to only speak what your word says, to believe it in our hearts and to speak it out of our mouths. Help us to understand that the only true way to change our lives and to change our circumstances is to change what we think on. Father, I pray for the grace and for the wisdom not to be conformed to the world's way of thinking, but to get a revelation that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus, born again, spirit-filled, and that my helper and my teacher lives in me, hallelujah, ever ready to help me bring those negative thoughts into captivity. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen.
0: From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word
1: to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of